Things somehow got worse for the Toronto Raptors as after a crushing loss to the Magic on Friday, they face the team again and not only lose, but they get absolutely slapped by the team down in Orlando. So we may as well just get straight into it. Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 111-99 loss to the Orlando Magic. And this game, as said in the intro, was somehow worse than the performance on Friday night. I mean, Friday night, we let the Magic go on two insane runs where we were able to claw our way back and make it close at least at the end of the game. But today, no. Start to finish, really, it felt like, especially after the first quarter, the Magic had this game in their hands. They controlled the tempo. They controlled how this game was going to play out. And the Raptors just got slapped. They got bullied. And people were roasting me in the comments or just criticizing me, you know, saying the Orlando Magic are a bad team. They're a bad team. Yes, they uh, have some talent, certainly, on their roster. Wagner's going to be a great player. Right, they have uh, Boncaro is going to be a great player. They have guys like Gary Harris, a couple of vets on the roster. Cole Anthony played well. Fultz. I'm not trying to disrespect those players, but you're t seven and twenty coming into this game. Seven and twenty. They've had some brutal losses, and Magic fans have talked about how the, they're just a team that hasn't, you know, shown up. They don't play with any heart. They don't play with any fire. And the Toronto Raptors somehow played more lifeless than this Magic team tonight. And you know, the first quarter was ugly. It was 19 to 18. Back and forth. It just looked like which team would give it to the other team throughout. And the Magic at least played a little bit of a step better than the Toronto Raptors in this one. And it's disgusting that this is the case for Toronto because this was a must-win game for our team. It's must-win. We've been struggling for the past two weeks. And, you know, morale-wise, we needed this W because our schedule is get about to get absolutely brutal going forward. I mean, if you look at it coming up, or you play the Kings uh, tomorrow and then like New York on the road, Milwaukee on the road, Minnesota on the road, Boston at home. So your one home game is against the best team in the league. Play the New York Knicks again, the Sacramento Kings who have been solid on the road. A big West Coast road trip against Golden State, Portland Suns, Jazz, Rockets, Grizzlies. And we're a team that just hasn't been able to get wins on the road. So we need it. Yes, this was still a road game in Orlando, but we needed this W. To, you know, this is one of your easy ones. This is one of the games you're supposed to get as an upper seed team in the Eastern Conference. And no, we come out and we not only play bad, we just, we just don't have it right now. There's something going on. There's something going wrong in the locker room. I don't know if it's Nick Nurse, the lineups he's running, the schemes we're running, but not just motivating the team, right? You can talk about, I, I, I don't criticize Nick Nurse. I think he's an amazing coach, one of the top coaches in the NBA, but Brad Stevens was one of the top coaches in the NBA as well. Probably still is if he was on another team, right? He lost his locker room. He lost his locker room. I'm not saying that's what happened with Nick Nurse. I'm not saying that uh, it's comparable. Obviously, this is only like a two, three-week sample size. The rest of the season's been up and down, but we've dealt with injuries. But we've seen coaches like Brad Stevens, who are one of the better coaches in the NBA, just lose the locker room, and then the team just starts playing poorly. We've had the same group, and then they brought in Ime Yudoka. They brought in uh, Missoula this season. The Celtics have taken their team to the next level. I'm not saying we fire Nick Nurse by any means, but it has to be brought up because this team just doesn't look motivated out here right now. And, you know, it sucks. It sucks for the squad because we go out there, we look lethargic. Our defense, we're just giving up open drives. Right? Our dribble drive defense has just been absolutely garbage. Right, we're letting the other teams get open three-point shots, and then us on the other side, 
seems like we're just a half a second too slow. We're not confident in making decisions. And when we get those jump shots, they all just don't feel like they're going in. There's no confidence really on this team going around right now. I mean, if you look at the box score, sure. Fred had a better night tonight, 20 points, 7 assists. You know, shot well from the free throw line. But again, was getting bailed out once again this evening from uh, from his drives. He was taking them. I guess, you know, some star players get bailed out. But 4 of 11 from the field. Once again, 2 of 7 from the three-point line. Not great. Not great. Gary was pretty good. You know, 24 points in this one. Uh, starting in this game with OG Ananobi out. But uh, 3 of 8 from the three-point line, which is solid. But 8 of 18 from the field. Missed a lot of those long twos, especially when the Raptors could have got it going. Now, yeah, they were going on a run. Then he was taken out of the game with... Uh, the rest forced him out because he was bleeding. They couldn't get it fixed up in time. So, you know, that could have been a, could have been a game changer. But Fred and, Van, Fred and Pascal and Gary were okay. Ray Pascal had 19 points. Was dealing with foul trouble. So only played 38 minutes in this one. But a 7-6, to six, 6 rebounds. Didn't really have his game going in the fourth. Wasn't that efficient tonight. I'm not going to criticize Pascal because he's been literally the only guy this season that we can rely upon to be a star focal point of the offense. OG's been pretty reliable himself, but uh, Pascal's just another step above OG at this point in their careers. And then, you know, Boucher, Ken Birch, I thought gave good minutes off the bench. You know, played solid there. Thaddeus Young, 16 minutes, missed one three that I wish went in, but uh, two points, two assists, three rebounds, and Delano Banton didn't provide much in his uh, seven minutes of action. But, you know, and Coloco in his seven minutes starting this game didn't provide much on the offensive end either. But one guy, it's got to be brought up. It's got to be discussed. It has to be talked about. And, you know, I gave the Scotty Barnes Award to Franz Wagner very reluctantly last uh, last game. There's no awards going out tonight in this one because it's a, it's a Scotty Barnes Golden Kazoo. Paul Pierce Golden Kazoo because, you know, we discussed it. Nate, uh, Masai Ujiri ended up calling this guy out. Masai Ujiri did call him out a couple of weeks ago for giving him some harsh truths. I broke it down on one of our most recent videos. Right, Met with him one-on-one. Scotty finally bounced back. He looked a little bit more engaged. And now, in these past two games against the Orlando Magic, uh, really a rival for Scotty Barnes, given the amount of internet conversations that are being brought up between Franz Wagner and uh, Scotty Barnes. Right, These are games that he has to wake up for. And not only is he not woken up, he has just played absolutely horrible. He's gotten worse. I'd rather him be asleep out there than the way he's playing out there right now. Right, You look at his box score. 11 points in this one. The most of them came early in the game. Had five fouls himself, but zero assists for Scotty Barnes. Three of 13 from the field. One of three from the three-point line. Only two rebounds. Like, he's been, after that talk, after that uh, motivational meeting he had with uh, Masai Ujiri, like, he, he was looking engaged at least on the rebounding aspect. But now, I don't know. I'm still, again, full faith in Scotty. Full faith in the Knicks nurse. I'm still faithful. Faithful and Fred Van Vliet being a solid NBA point guard. Will he get back to all-star form? I don't know, but I, I left my rants for the game on Friday night. This game is more just depression. It's more, I need a move to be made. This season has been the most boring I've ever covered. I've ever watched as a Toronto Raptors fan. Like, even in the years where the Bargnani era, right, there is... Something exciting, even in those those ga- those seasons were pretty tough as well. But like right now, there's just no energy surrounding this team. We're coming out on the court, not looking motivated. We look like we just hate each other. That's what this team looks like out there on the court. Obviously, I'm not on the team, but like our players just 
obviously they don't and given everything off the court but it it just seems like they're going up to a run or something at a at a field house at a open gym they're kind of moving the basketball they're running some isolation plays they're hucking up shots they're not looking that motivated it's it's a tough look it's a tough look no spicy pilates no ogs is in this one just straight up toronto raptors we need to be better and potentially the only way we get better is via trade and i said in the last video i'll say it here again i'm booking it i'm booking it a deal will be done before the trade deadline and i wouldn't be shocked if a deal does get made after that this you know we have this stretch of games coming up right if we're losing if we lose our games to sacramento new york milwaukee minnesota like if we go on a little losing streak here right now I wouldn't be surprised to see Messiah Jerry pull a trigger. I know he doesn't like to sell low on players. I know he doesn't like to, to you know, not get the most value back. But I'm booking it in that a Toronto Raptors trade will be made. And these are my uh, my two predictions, my two takes for the season. The Raptors will be a top three seed. I was looking bad this time of year when I predicted the Toronto Raptors would be a top four seed. I'm still holding on to the top three seed hopes. So are not that far out of it at this point. But I also think a trade will be made before the trade deadline so those are my two predictions for this team right now and uh obviously those as you can see from the graphic sponsored by cool bet if you made it this far you want to support if you made it this far in a game reaction such as this definitely sign up for cool bet down below if you want to support the channel it's free to sign up and it's a sports book that you get the best odds all across canada you can know if you and if you're interested in sports betting right if you want to make a bet here and there right you can use cool bet to bet on futures for the toronto raptors potential trades that could go down you also could use it to uh you know predict games and right now it's a pretty solid bet pretty easy way to make money if uh you know you bet against the toronto raptors at this obviously not financial advice or whatever prefaces they say but hopefully guys the raptors come out and go on a little streak here play with some motivation we have the talent to do it. We just need to actually do it. So stop making me depressed, Toronto. Let's, uh, let's, it's been depressing watching these games. Still feeling good off, off it, but, uh, you know, <laughs> get the, for the cool bet rant. But I don't know what else to say. I could dive into more plays in this game, stuff that went wrong, but at this point, it's all, you know, be corny about its heart, motivation, getting on, getting something to go right for this team. If we can come out, get a big, big win against Sacramento and our next one, then that will be huge for this squad. But you guys are the best. Subscribe to the channel. Sign up for CoolBad if you haven't already. I'm signing out. Cheers.